Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. March Madness has finally concluded, leaving the guys with many takes for once about college hoops. But the madness doesn't end there as the NBA is keeping everyone on their toes as the playoffs approach. And Colby wants to give a quick search in the Webby Way rankings. Ugh, I can never say that. Find out what goes down by sitting back and enjoying the show. Go Tigers! All right, Jalen, we are here. It is a late Monday evening. The past, the pinnacle of the college basketball world is coming to a close. UConn and San Diego State are in the second half of the national title right now. Uh, UConn's been winning the whole game so far. They're up 11 right now uh, as I'm recording this. And we have so much to get to. I've got some very uh, spicy things to say here. Jalen, how are you doing tonight, sir? Uh, doing really good, you know, staying busy. Um, I'm Michael Scott with the fresh shade. Uh, besides that, man, these games in the NBA have been taken off. It's been just a roller coaster of emotions, really, in this department. So, looking forward to talking to you. It's been a minute, like you said, about since we've talked. So, yeah, let's get into this. Oh, yeah, there's gonna be so much good things to get to down the road here. Um, but yeah. So, by the way, the clean shave looks good. I was going to tell you that before we started. Love it. Love the uh, solid look. So, good good vibes out here. Um, okay. So, yes. Yesterday, I want to take this back before we get into all the NBA. We're not really going to do any NFL because there's nothing that really has happened of consequence. Um, so, <laughs> no. like, Lamar, I, I don't feel any rush to talk about Lamar because this is just going to drag out so long. Plus, um, we have, the only thing that we talk about this time, and I think the folks – of waiting for it it's about time we get into our draft breakdown here and eventually we're one month away less than a month away now yeah no that is uh that is facts we're gonna have to do a draft episode very on very short notice here in the next two to three episodes i would say you will get a draft oh yeah oh yeah um (laughs) well yeah (laughs) they're all holding steady there um okay so i want to get into the women's national championship yesterday. I know we we're going to have some slightly different thoughts about it. Cause I know we were probably not rooting for the same team there. Um, I think we weren't, but anyways, that's either. <laughs> I will. I, let me just start off by the bat and saying, yes, I was very biased in this rant. You're about to hear it. Uh, there is some bias, not all bias, but there is some <laughs> bias just because I was pulling for Iowa. I mean, I'm always going to, even though like Iowa state, like, I'm a roof of the Iowa team over the SEC. Um, so, anyways. Oh yeah. So, uh, okay. Okay. Just okay. want to throw oh, that. Oh. That's just a dis- that's what they call a disclaimer <laughs> at the beginning. You know, where they're like, "Don't attempt this at home," or uh, "This isn't all complete." Some of this is dramatized for television. Like, just no to know, there's some no worry, bias. There's some okay. bias. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's part uh, of the show. I mean, there's so there's many parts of this. There's so many parts of it. Do you, we'll just say this. Do you want like the positive stuff first or do you want me to just go right for the obvious? Do what you want to do, man. Do what you feel. All right. So you already know the thing I'm most mad about it, which feels bad to say, because this is such an awesome spot for women's basketball. But I mean, the officiating, man, 
everything that I constantly, anyone who's listening to me talk about basketball has heard me complain about how I hate how the men's college is officiated. That's why I never watch it really besides the end of March Madness. So it's March Madness. It's just like the officiating. The biggest game of the year, biggest game in the his actually not just of the year, in the history of women's college basketball. Because that was, it came out today, the numbers, like by a mile, the most watched women's game ever. Mm-hmm. And in that game, they decided, okay, you know, these people they want to see between these two awesome teams, the most electric women's tournament ever. This is better than the men's tournament. We were saying before, like at the end, at least the men's obviously had the great chaos, but the ending that was lit. And there's a reason for that, which will be part of the second thing. But, and in that game, they just said, you know what the people want? Let's just call fouls almost every single time down the court on both teams get every player in foul trouble, the best player in the country that literally, and that's the other part of the ramp, but I'll let you go before I do that. Literally the reason this game got the biggest, that number is because people are watching Caitlin, want to see Caitlin Clark because she just went for 40, two games in a row. That is why this got that crazy number. So no disrespect to LSU or anything. It's a great team and all these other talented players, but that's why people, that's why it got the biggest number ever. Like that's why. And and that's good. That's a good thing. But to have her be in foul trouble the whole game on some, yes, there was one or two that was definitely foul, but some questionable fouls. And then the tech was the ice. The tech made me want to commit violent acts. The fact that <laughs> they threw, I shouldn't bleep that part out. Um, they No, violent acts is a good bleep itself. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my goodness. You're going to give her that tech. She literally tossed the ball. Didn't even toss it. She just like tipped it backwards after the end of the play. She didn't like throw it or pick it up. Wasn't even thinking about it. Walks back to the huddle. You, the best player in the country. You're going to tear up for that. In that spot <laughs> in that game while they're trying to mount a comeback. When on the other hand, LSU's coach, Kim Mulkey has been literally dancing around on the court, on the court, the whole game, literally bumped into a ref at one point, yelling and screaming and whining like a child the entire time. Mm-hmm. And you're going to give Caitlin Clark that technical. So the officiating, that was a, those officials should never work again. That should be a fireable offense. That was atrocious. They, in women's basketball's biggest spot, you blew it. The ref, that's, Obviously, you know, some people might disagree with that, but I think most people agree with me. That's horrible officiating. Like, that is why people don't like the college game because they call the people say, like, oh, the NBA, they call too many fouls, and they do, but it is nowhere near like the college fouls stop the games. Can I give you one last fact to end the rant and then you need to go? (laughs) I don't know the exact numbers, but if you look at it, these March Madness games. Like the total because of the commercials and everything as well. But like with the commercials and the fouls and how slow these fouls, much the fouls slow down the game. These Morris Madness games are longer than NBA games, like watching lies. And they play eight less minutes. They play eight fewer minutes. And these games are like a good bit longer than NBA games. If that tells you anything you need to know about all the fouls and the pace of these games. Cool V, dang man. It feels like you had a lot to say and get off your chest. <laughs> um I, however, took this game as an opportunity, the gloat showboat, about how I actually called a team right for once. <laughs> so um first of all, just wanna say Pat, congratulations to me. Got a little clap there, called that one from the beginning. 
um, not including the JMU take. We're going to go ahead and just not include the bias take of that one. But I said it from the beginning. I liked what the LSU was doing at this regular season. Um, I'm going to ignore just the game for a moment. I'm going to just give them their, their flowers for the season in general here. Um, Angel Reese, I knew she was a dog. I've seen her highlights. I was like, dude. I, I I just I was like this is the this player is going to play like a Shaq vibe in this game in these games. She did. She showed up. These games were lit. She was showboating and she returned the favor with all the clay. I think she helped make this game also as electrifying as Caitlin Clark. I think so because in my opinion, and I was there when I was watching those post game interviews. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, I didn't think she was thinking that deep, but. When she was talking about, you know, doing it for the Barbie dolls and all the street bayou girls out there, I thought it was pretty dope. So I was like, hell yeah. I was like, and everything. And then I read a story about how she's actually like, she got injured, I think, at Maryland and then transferred to LSU. And this is like her junior slash senior year. So, you know, NIL, everything's everyone who knows what years they're in, right? So. I just think it was cool. I, I I was I was I just thought it was cool, you know, for a team that I actually invested in and watched them, you know, succeed. I thought it was dope. So, and Colby, I don't disagree with you though, because as much as with the officiating, let's start with that. I don't disagree with you on the officiating because that was just atrocious. Holy hell! But uh, <laughs> let's also give you know Iowa their their like Caitlin Clark did. She made one of the best women's college programs in basketball look foolish on defense on the game before like you said you mentioned her 40 point performance against south carolina that if you watched that game folks she had these it was i watched this highlight it was like three girls chasing her around and it was like elementary it was like girls from it made them look like she was playing elementary basketball out there it was insane so and uh cole I just I know the game was crazy, but 102 points in 85 from Iowa in a women's basketball game is nuts. That is is the electrifying game to sit back and watch, regardless of fouls. I'm not like like like, let's put that. No, no, because okay, but like a good chunk of those were free throws. Like a lot of those were free throws. So that no. I agreed with what you were saying up until that last part. I disagree with that last part. Colby, I'm looking right now. I only count ten points Iowa. for they were, free throws. So many fouls on them too. I'm counting ten for. Okay, Iowa. Whoo! Yeah, those free throws. I got fifteen and twenty <laughs> free throws made for both teams. That's a good so, show. But, points. Wow. Out of eighty-five and a hundred. <laughs> Let's talk team. about the. Remember one. Remember LSU had the girl come off ice spice for LSU. She dropped five for five from three. It shot her lot. Shot had the best game of her life. She's averaging like four points per game. She yeah, she does. But like guess what? It was Reggie the best Miller. game of her. She showed up when it mattered, Colby. And yeah. you can't you can't lie. It was still hype to watch. I mean, yes, the officiating ruined it, but like the scoring was there, man. So. I wasn't in, I wasn't too upset, folks. That's what I'm trying to say here. I wasn't too upset. Yes, the officiating was bad and had some glares in there, glares of errors. But come on, this is college. Who knows how many errors are happening right now in this UConn SD? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we we're we completely just ignoring that because, like you said, Colby, this women's tournament was just that much more exciting. Um, I mean, this maybe because it's because you know they got a bunch of favorites, but this is a two and a three. 
arguably you could say LSU should be a two as well because they only lost to, I think, South and Carolina. That, that, that was weird about that. How did LSU only have a three seed? Because they only had two yeah. losses and Iowa had six, but Iowa was a two seed. Hey, man, different breeds. <laughs> I think they recognized greatness in Caitlin Clark, you know? Maybe yeah. that. Maybe they knew that. And it was a good spot for them. Let's be real. Maybe they ran with that. So, and one last little trinket there to throw in there, Colby, since I hoped I, I cooled you off a little bit. Imagine if this ha- if this tournament had Paige Buchner from uh, oh, UConn. Paige Buckets, yeah, the song yeah, was, uh, Paige Buckets was playing. Was. Yeah, instead of it, had the tear torn sure, ACL. I'm pretty sure. Let me look this up because uh, there's a whole other part of this conversation we got to get into. But yeah, I agree with yeah. that because she was like hurt this year, right? Yes, she, she tore ACL. National Player of the Year as a freshman, <laughs> like she she was nuts. She's a dog. Yeah, I was about to say. Imagine it when her and Caitlin Clark go at it next year I'm if they make the tournament. I'm pretty sure they like Ooh. play next year, like in the regular season. That'd be there. You go, folks. That that game, you know, is going to be highlighted by a lot of people. Probably even on ESPN. That will probably be a game ESPN will gladly have <laughs> aired on. Yeah, Shoot. I'm trying to find out. I'm pretty sure they play next year. Oof. Anyways, though, not sure. Colby, while you're searching that up, what are the couple points that you were trying to get after just to continue on? Oh, yeah. So I do agree with you that, like, the quality of basketball is awesome. And I was going to say, like, the best point. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Like, in spite of all the fouls and everything, which did suck. Um, I mean, I'm sitting here watching this UConn San Diego State game right now, and it's <laughs> – there's 12 minutes left in the game and San Diego state has 36 points. And these women last night dropped 102 and 85 to your point, to your point. Like <laughs> Kayla Clark had what, like 14 in the first quarter in 10 minutes, she had 14 points. San Diego state has 36. <laughs> like that, this game is far worse than that game. Yeah. That yeah. Brutal watch for those down out there watching. Uh, no, yeah. I'm not going to take anything away from LSU. Like, they were an awesome team. I don't like to coach, personally. The outfits are funny, but, like, she was noxious. But that's neither here nor there. You know, a lot of great coaches are like that. Um, yeah. She coach because she won at Baylor. Hey, you want to give her – hey, credit to her. You, I don't know if you knew this. This is her second title with her second – like, her second yeah, yeah, title. Yeah, I was say she won with With Baylor. two different teams. So, yeah, she was a Baylor coach two years ago. And yeah, she, no, she's so. an all-timer for sure. She's definitely an all-timer. Well, you're right. But yeah, you know, I, I got to say, when I was watching that video, I thought it was hilarious. Honestly, <laughs> I thought it was funny because I would have called the tech to or at least like blew the whistle on her or something. Issued a warning because that was where she bumped into the ref. You have to at least think, hey, that's interfering with the game, you know, but I don't know, man. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So the other part of it, I agree with that. LSU, like. I have no problem with all their trash talk and everything like they're that's so stupid that people get mad about trash talking at all that it's such a big thing um but yeah no like no discredit from LSU they're awesome but I was gonna say like going into the the Kalen Clark thing of it all um like that's kind of what made it so incredible right it's like no disrespect Iowa obviously had some very very good D1 college basketball some very good players on their team but like clearly LSU had a far better team overall, like talent wise. 
Yep. More players. And so did South Carolina, which was like the juggernaut the last two years of, the, of all the country. They were, I didn't even realize until after that game that, or until that game, that South Carolina won 42 straight games prior to that. Um, and it's just Caitlin Clark, this one in a pretty good team around her, but a team that's at this point playing teams that are way more overall deep and talented than they are. And then it's just this one incredible player just carrying her team. Like that's there's something like that is just so incredible to watch about that the star factor, and that's why like it got this incredible number that uh that yeah. these, no women's game has gotten before. Yeah, it was awesome to watch, honestly, and I think that's why you said at the beginning, Colby, um, and it makes sense when you just repeat it right here. Uh, why root for an SEC team? You know, you know it's an SEC team. They're stacked. They always get the best recruits. Like I said, she was a transfer from Maryland and, you know, coming back on a rebound. So it's crazy how SEC and just the power difference it was in these rosters. I'll agree with you on that because LSU had depth. Like I said, you, you just call it yourself. She only had four points, but she dropped 15 when it mattered. So. Yeah, no, the yeah, LSU's team was, was very good. So. Yeah, that that was that was part of what made it so incredible. But so I was gonna say, kind of pivoting off of that, um, and probably maybe being a little too prisoner of the moment here, but so part of why the women's game, like we were both saying, it's like it was better than this the game that's being played right now, as UConn's about to win another freaking championship. Hey, this like, is a men's one though. It's been a while since they've done that. Yeah, but I'm just no, like, but they've won a couple. But I'm saying, um. Like the women's game, these championships, like they they have true star players. Like the best, that's part of what I feel like men's college basketball, even though it's fun how chaotic it is, but like they just don't have like those top level star guys because the best, true, most talented players are one and done or they don't even play in college these days. And so it's not like these hyped up players versus in the women's game, they, it is so weird. And I wonder if this will ever get changed, but maybe it shouldn't because the women's, college does better than the WNBA and viewers probably. Yes, it does. Yeah. So is like the women, they can't leave early. Like Kayla Clark's going to play another year of college yeah. basketball. Are you kidding me? That's why I was saying Paige and her are going to play next season. Yeah. Uh, like, like if, if it was the same as the men's like Paige Buchers, she would already be in the WNBA. So Kayla Clark, like, but mm-hmm. the, and so these players, and then when they're coming out, if you look at like the top picks and like the WNBA draft, like there's like not really any busts. Because it's the players they played for four years in college. You know who's like the most dominant. They come in ready and they can hoop right away. The best players, the talent is getting deeper and better every year. They're going to keep probably expanding. Um, yeah, that is true. Wow, it's so uh, different that's from a good the game. Yes. Where think of how many like NBA draft busts there have been <laughs> at the top picks in the draft. You just take some kid who's like nineteen who played maybe like a year of college and. Oh well, you know, it turns out he wasn't ready for this. Um, maybe if he like, like, the problem with the men's thing is like once you do it, like you can't go back. Like, there's no way to go back to four year top guys like developing, playing in college, coming into the league like ready to go. That's just not going to happen. Um, I wonder, do you think like the WNBA will ever get to that point? Like I said, probably not, just because college basketball does better, but. Uh, what do you mean? Like, have more busts, or? Oh no, sorry. I guess I didn't elaborate that. Like, do you think uh women's will ever? Do you think they'll ever change the rule in like the next couple years and be like, all right, you can go to the pros early? 
Uh, oh, ooh. that's an interesting one. Um, my only question before I answer, my only question is to answer that, I guess, is did Sabrina play all four years? Sabrina Onesco. I'm pretty sure. I think, is she? I think you have to play at least like three, but I'm pretty sure you have to play oh. all. I know you can't go leave early because I read a story one time where Paige Bukers was talking about how she wishes she could just like go to the WNBA. I think it's best for her now that there's NIL to just stay in the college WNBA. She just got engaged. Oh, um, good for her. Months ago. Um, I'm pretty sure she played all four years, but I'll see. She's she's a dog. She is a dog. Let's see. Did you check her college stats or just her general stats? Um, <laughs> back. Here we go, college. One of the most decorated. Yeah, no, she played all four years. Oh, right. Well, 2,562 points. Colby, so, NIL, I think, would be best for these female athletes oh, that's right true. now. I, yeah, so no. I think their best bit is to probably stay in college. So I don't think they would change it unless the WNBA is like, you know what? We need this talent immediately. <laughs> but guess what? The talent has to recognize how much they're going to be worth and paid in the WNBA. And right now, that compensation is always up in the air and arguments and stuff like that. And that's a topic for a whole other day. So, yeah, yeah. I'd say just I would say stay in the NCAA and play, get those NIL deals, man. No, yeah, I agree with you on that. I think you're right. I did see something the other day where Caitlin Clark has like an insane amount of NIL deals. Like, so I'm pretty sure Caitlin, Caitlin Clark yeah, she's better off. Half the, she probably is already making as much or is like worth as much or if not more money than half the players in the WNBA. Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. Ones. yeah, I was about to say, exactly. I think she's better off just chilling. And you know, she's probably going to get a bunch of commercials. We're going to see her in the next couple of months in commercials now for like Nike or Gatorade and stuff like that. So it's still only the beginning. It's only the beginning. I think she might. The last point I was going to say on her, I don't know if this is hyperbole, but the other thing I was going to say was, I think she might be the most important, potentially the most important women's basketball player ever, other than like the OGs when they were first getting it started, just because like no one's moved the needle like that before, I don't think. Like, she's gotten the biggest TV ratings of anyone ever. Like, that's because of her, like we said. No disrespect. Like, a lot of people are watching that game because they love basketball, they love women's basketball, they love LSU, they love Iowa. But the reason it got the record numbers because people want to see if she was going to go for 40 again. So, like, yeah. WNBA, they got to they gotta bank on that. They got to market the crap out of her. Hopefully she pans out. I'm sure she will. Like, I've never seen a WNBA, like, anyone at the women's level shoot and score like that. Um, so... That that could she could potentially end up being like the game changer for the WNBA if she can continue to do this crazy stuff and get these kind of numbers on a consistent yeah. basis. And it got us to the point where we were trying to even look up where we're looking at potential matchups for her next season. That's how much of a superstar we're talking about here. Just in the college level here, in the W in the women's level, it's she's a big game changer for them. So imagine if the WNBA found a way to do that. And mark her right. And then you got the fact that, you know, you're getting all, like you just said, all these girls coming out with four years experience and they hardly are busts. So it's like you get, you get, you, you know, you just got to, who knows what they got to do actually, you know, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. 
Oh, so yeah, I think that's everything I've got. I know that was a lot of ranting. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get into the on the second meeting. We'll finish up. I mean, we still got like nine minutes on here, but um, so we'll get over to the NBA now, Jalen. Um, but yeah, that was very exciting. Any other? Th- I know that was all we had on the women's game, but man, how exciting! What a time for women's basketball. I think. I think I'm going to follow uh, Kaylin. I think I'm actually going to follow the WNBA once Kaylin Clark gets in there, if she keeps doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, like, when my final thing is, what transfers go to Iowa that help Kaitlyn Clark next yeah, season? That, that's and then, like, what if we just see the, what if we see the birth of super teams in the college level <laughs> because of her? And you I- know, like, what if we see that'd be insane? Like, Iowa becomes one of the like, it's like Iowa, UConn, uh, South Carolina. Like, it's just only super team powerhouses all the time, and it's just like you get in the top once you hit the elite eight. It's almost like what men's back college basketball used to be in the old days with blue bloods. You know, they just keep it's just these amazing games physical games so hey i'm all for it i'm all for it man good stuff with uh the women's tournament so glad that i had more hype than the men's tournament that's what happens man when you when you actually exceed in something oh yeah man this can be a potential very exciting future yeah you're right though because i was gonna say like their whole team was seniors so mm-hmm. That could be a great opportunity for a transfer super team. That'd be wild. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Man, oh, exciting times. Okay. So now we will get into the NBA as we take home in the home stretch here. It's been a little bit since we talked NBA, as you've said. A lot has transpired. The Lakers are the the talk of the town. They're the fearsome kings of the league these days. Everyone thinks they're going to win the championship, or they like, which, I mean, they are pretty scary at this point. Your wolves have uh, cooled off a bit, to uh, put that nicely. Yeah, so, oh, a lot yeah. of stuff going on around the NBA. Where where would you like to start? Because there's plenty of things we can get into. You know, let's change it up a bit. Let's start in the East, even though you gave us a nice preview of the West. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I guess well, obviously there was the Boston just destroying Milwaukee game, which was pretty crazy and did not see that coming. We'll see what happens if they meet again in the playoffs. Um, so Boston's kind of getting things back together. Milwaukee's still going to be the one seed. They beat Philly uh, the other night. Philly's, you know, they've missed some games with Embiid. They've cooled off a bit. They're pretty much set to be the three at this point. Um, Cleveland's two and a half games back. Outside chance to catch them, but probably not. And the Knicks are pretty much going to be the five. So it's pretty much shock at the top, kind of what we thought it would be for a while. But it's going to be very exciting to watch unfold in the playoffs, the last two rounds. Um, um, Colby, who's sitting at that sixth spot right there? Did, did, did they ever move? I don't think they. I don't think that team ever moved. Who's that on that? Who's seven briefly, but yeah, they the Brooklyn Nets have won three straight. They have a. Uh, they're going to be respectably in that thing against Philly. That could be a sneaky, interesting series if Ben Simmons was still like viable at all, but he's just done playing basketball. Yep, out for the season, correct? Uh huh. <laughs> With uh, mm. question of so whatever, who knows? I mean, he was barely in the rotation before that. Yeah. What a fall so, from grace! That dude was an all-star. What a fall from grace! That is a nice way to put it, Colby. Oh man. Well, I mean, let's talk about the chalk, I guess, for a quick second. You said it yourself. You want, I guess, uh, 
do you think the Celtics still have, are your are the Celtics your favorite for the East after that forty point game or thirty point game or whatever it was? Because yeah. I'm going to tell you, I was unswayed. I knew what I knew that game didn't have no you know no weight to it, no value. I was just like, man, I, I figured that it, you know Bucks coming off a of back to back. I was like, yeah, eh. I mean, yeah, the both teams already clinched, man. <laughs> you know. Now, I agree with you for the most part. It's definitely something. It concerns me a little bit, obviously, because Boston is still a very good team. And But, no, I still think Milwaukee's a favorite. I don't think Giannis – that's not going to happen in a playoff game, I don't think, with Giannis out there. I just don't see really? that in the playoffs. So you're saying, you're saying, though, that can happen to a guy like Giannis but not Kirk Cousins? What? What happened to Kirk Cousins and the Dallas Cowboys when he got – he dropped? they lost by 30. Yeah, because of seeing you, Giannis. And you held on to that. You what? held on to that till the end of the season, Colby. Here we are. The Bucks lost by 30, and you you agree that it doesn't matter. I'm going to hold on to that till the end of the No, I, that is completely different, Jalen. Because, <laughs> one, it's, most importantly, besides the fact that Giannis is not Kirk Cousins because there was that time when he scored 43 straight times to win the championship, but with that aside, it's different sport, dude. There are no back-to-backs in football. You have a week on between every game. The NBA, like regular season, you know there is random wild stuff that happens. Yeah, a lot of random A little stuff. more concerning than you do, but I still think the Bucs are the favorites, and I would still I would still be, take them over the field, to be honest with you, in spite of okay. that. I, I'm just wanting to point out that it was just the 30-point difference, and uh, that was it, really. <laughs> that was it, and everything. It was a substantial loss. Like, you can't ignore that, you know? But I'm glad that you're with me. You know, Bucks are still your favorite. You're you're leaning toward it. Favorite dark horse, Colby, out of the guys that clinched here. We got the Cavs, the Knicks, and the Sixers. Oh, favorite dark horse? Yeah, will you be your favorite dark horse? I mean, I don't even really consider the Sixers a dark horse. The Sixers, I think, are very good. But I'll say Cleveland. Philly, like, I mean, they look awesome. I do think this is the best chance they've had with a B realistically um mm-hmm. but as a dark horse i'd say cleveland just because if the young players actually like it probably won't happen but if they like aren't phased by the moment the playoffs and like rise to the occasion they do have a lot of depth and a lot of like they can defend so well and they can score at a high level just because of the unique players they have um so I'll say Cleveland. I do think this Cleveland team will make it to a finals in the next five years. Hmm. Not the five year, years probably not next nice. year even. But, yeah, I do think Cleveland will someday get to the finals to score because, like, Mobley is just going to keep getting better. Like, he's only his second year. <laughs> Which one, him or his brother? Him, the main one, Evan. The main one, Evan? Uh, yes, the, like, future All-NBA guy. <laughs> Hey man, I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Before I give my answer, it'll also be formed in the shape of a question, Colby. All How right. much time do we have left on this first Zoom meeting? One minute twenty seconds. I'm about to set up the uh, new link. All right, here we go. My answer, since you took the Cavs, I'm gonna take the fun one. Give me the New York Knicks. All right, listen here, Colby. The New York Knicks, they got Jalen Brunson. They got uh, they got this guy named Julius Randle. I don't think you've heard of him, but you should have by now. Um, They got this guy, Mitchell Robinson. He came back. He's playing some good basketball. 
Uh, we used to actually talk good stuff about Mitchell Robinson back in the day, Cole. Uh, I really miss those old days when you used to talk about the good old Knicks and the all oh, the good times with Kevin Knox. But, you know, that's behind you, right? Kevin that's Knox is not on the team anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I said what, the good old times. The good old times, Colby. I was talking about the good old times. Oh, man. <laughs> but I'm talking about the Knicks. And I'm here to tell you the Knicks will win at least one playoff series this time. And I don't think it will be in heartbreaking fashion because I truly believe that the Knicks, even though it looks like their matchup, you said, is going to be the Cavs, right? That series, it will not deter me from this take because this – will change probably the next four games right, but as of right nice, now passionate uh, i will speech say there i like that the Knicks a lot of have a chance to take that series to seven a, some good ones and make it interesting against the Cavs. Um, <laughs> i respect what you're saying there i do mitchell robinson you're right i did i always did like mitchell robinson i still do like him i think he's a very nice player great defensive rim protector um randall's been incredible this year and Brunson has obviously been the main key. He's been nothing, yep. but the biggest reason why they've elevated. He's such a great guard. I never thought he could be this good. He's a he has a very good argument. He should have been an all star. He very well could be next year. Like he's a great player. Um, having said that, are you willing <laughs> to bet me that, that you actually think the Knicks are going to beat the Cavs? Would you put money on it? Because I no, would. because I I was about <laughs> to say you've heard me multiple times in the past say. I was a big I was also a big fan of the Cavs because I do like uh hang on, give me a second, Darius Garland and Jared awesome. Allen. Of course, I'm a big fan of Jared Allen. And, and you throw in Donovan Mitchell <laughs> into that mix. Yeah. Uh I think I'm a fan of that team. So uh don't get it twisted. I think I just think that series will be really good though. And I will not get it twisted. I I wouldn't expect I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks at least pushed it to six. Seven might be more of a stretch, of course, but six, I think I can at least expect six from the Knicks. That's and it fair. rhymes. I'm sure the Knicks will put up a good fight. That that's not yeah. that's not a horrible take. I don't hate that. Um, I mean, unless I don't know if there's a way for them to manipulate that line. I I wouldn't, you know, I, if I was them, I would just keep it where it is and just play them as as you are because. They're just as they're just the way they're fine the way they are. It's basketball, baby. Playoff basketball is a different breed. It's the Cavs' first time in a long time being in this spot. Knicks have been there before. Yeah, so, yeah. And they got that's about like Trey Young in like five games. Hey, 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 hey! hey. <laughs> Don't forget, Jalen Brunson was on the Mavs. Jalen, that's, that's he true. had some Luca experience over there. Yeah, so. In the finals. Yeah, I was about to say, give them some credit, you know. That's you hard. know, there's some guys out there. Rest- spread it around. They're, like, sprinkled in there, you know. it's um, Don't forget, it's Thibodeau coaching. So, <laughs> yeah, you, you, only go as, you can only go as far as your body can take you, really, right. when, he's on the, when he's coaching you. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Okay, I like that. Um, do you want to talk about any of the rest of the Eastern uh, mess? Um, we yeah, just- can you bring it back up real quick? Sorry. Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. I was really, I was relying on that. <laughs> I was actually relying yeah. on that. Um, so I was just gonna say, well, we're gonna do the, the uh, the Wemby mini seg, yeah, the the Yama drama, the Wemby rankings. Oh. Um, sorry. so we'll talk more about these teams specifically, I guess, in that. But shout out you the Pacers. Talk- the Pacers mm-hmm. dropping all the way down to the third, below the Magic and the Wizards. Shout out to them for that. They were in the play. They were hanging around for a while there <laughs> oh yeah they were keeping things interesting and uh i think there was a moment where i was even trying to fight for them to stay up 
So, and you were like, no, they should, uh, they should suck. And I was like, yo, Colby, why are you trying to get Webin Yama to Indiana? Which we'll get into later. But anyways, yeah, they, uh, they are doing the job that you wanted them to do, Cole. So let's not talk about the filth. Let's talk about the grossness that is the play-in tournament that we have to talk about, sadly. Brief. We can hit on it quick. <laughs> yeah, very quickly, because this is the East, and the, West the teams are... It's, it's not the yeah, West. It's the... Uh, it's the almighty East, because you already know what you got. <laughs> you already know. So, what do you got? Heat versus the Hawks, and Raptors versus the Bulls. Those are probably going to be your... Heat versus probably... Colby, do, do I say it? Do I say it, Colby? Do I say it? The Bulls? Do I say Heat versus the Pat Bev effect? Maybe. Pat Bev effect at the seventh seed? Very quietly, Pat. while we spend all our time talking about the Bulls, the Raptors have done the exact same thing. All they had to do was <laughs> that Jakob Portal. Um, so, yeah, yeah, who knew like, that was the key I did piece. not even realize the, like, how good – we didn't even talk about that before, how good the Raptors are 7-3 in their last 10 as well. They're tied with the Hawks right now, but I guess Atlanta's the tiebreaker. Um. Yeah, I mean the Raptors and Bulls could catch the Hawks. I'll, I'll say this: I don't think the Hawks will get into the real playoffs. I think the Raptors or the Bulls will beat them. Miami's not losing the play-in. Come on. They lost the play-in last year too, though, didn't they? The Hawks they lost in their play-in again. No, last no, year. they got in because they got cooked they? by Miami as the eighth. Oh, <laughs> never mind. There you go. I I was about to say that. Well, never. Okay. There you get. There you go. <laughs> they beat the Cavs. Yeah, because that's why the Cavs weren't in last year. They knocked mm. the Cavs out in the play-in. Damn. Well, Trey Young is a very, for the record, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't say that because Trey Young is a very one game, single elimination game. Trey Young is potentially scared because if he does catch fire, he can't make you hurt. If he just has yeah, he's one of those dudes that can just 40. <laughs> yeah, he'll drop forty on you if he ever feels it. So that is you a good probably point. drop thirty on him at least, but. <laughs> But the defense isn't there, but it's, it's still like a Kalen Clark like shot bricked it. <laughs> um, All right. To the fun stuff, since uh the only fun take I wanted to say was the Bulls can make it interesting. But to the I fun stuff, which in. is Bulls could get in to be the eight seed and get absolutely, absolutely cooked by Milwaukee. The Bulls yeah, I, I, I would love to see like, it. Come on. I think they Bulls. could fight the other two, like maybe they could fight Boston and steal a game. Milwaukee, now there's no chance. Dude, imagine how Gabe would act if they stole a game against Boston. Oh my goodness, Colby! The I mean, Pat Bev be effect will I be screaming. I take that. The, the Pat Bev effect, effect will be in full screaming. I don't Nicole. think they'll get more than one against either Boston <laughs> or Milwaukee if the Bulls are in. <laughs> Different stuff. That's a day that hey playoff Pat Bev we don't know yet all right we'll see it no I'm just kidding we know what it is it ain't much all right to the west da 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 was you know I did my best um can I say the do we can we just hit the Lakers briefly should we just get them out of the way go ahead Colby yeah Start let's get these loud. gross assholes I'm just gonna, right, so I'm gonna say I hate them I hate them so game. much. Yeah, they're red hot right now. They're cooking the league. Nick Wright today said they're going to win the title. Um, yeah, I hate it. I hate all um, the all the LeBron and the Lakers fans are coming yeah. out together in full force. Um, <sighs> We're back. We finally got a winning record. It took us all season. <laughs> <laughs> We've always been very clear about our anti-Laker bias. 
but I'll try to be objective respectful. here. Respectful. We have yeah, said that they are scary the way they've been playing yep. now that LeBron is back and the way AD continues to play. And I'll just say from an honest Nuggets fear factor perspective, it's sad that we're at this point, but I'm now at the point where I, as opposed to before, where I was like, oh, let's get the Lakers knocked out of the plane. I now see that that's not going to happen. They're dancing. So I am now at the point where I'm like, all right, get them to like the seven or six so that Nuggets don't have to see them as the eight seed. Because now that Dallas is going, like, no disrespect, but these other potential eight seeds I'm seeing down here would be quick work. I'm not concerned about any of these other eight seeds besides the Lakers. So I'm now on team. Just get the Lakers up to seven or six. And we'll deal with them later if they get that far. All right, Cole. Question for you right off the bat, Mr. One Seed. This is If I'm hearing this correctly, which one are you trading to fall into that seven spot? The Warriors, the Clippers, or sorry, yeah, Warriors or the Clippers. You, the, also, remember, you said if the they Lakers ever fall into that eight seven. seed. No, 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 no. no. You, I know they're at the seven right now, but that's still the play-in. You know, they still yeah. have any scout play the play-in. Mm-hmm. So, which one will you are you are you going to be trading, or do you actually think do you want to just keep you want to just Lakers to dance through the play-in as well? That would be ideal for you, I guess. It's a tri- it's a very layered question. Sorry. So um, one more no, time no, for you. Good. I like that. Um, right. I mean, it gun to my head. If I'm being honest with you, I would rather the Lakers be out above the play-in and have one of – I fear the Lakers more than the Clippers or the Warriors, to be honest with you. Okay. I don't That's... think – the Nuggets beat the Warriors last night without Jokic. Like, I know it's just the regular season, and they might get Wiggins back, which could change that a little bit. But I don't know, man. I watched we'll those see. games last year. I know the Warriors won the championship and all that. Other than the first game last year when the in the playoffs where the Warriors just boat raced them, I know the Nuggets only won one game in that series, five-game series. The Nuggets were the last three games, especially the last couple games with that series, were all down to the wire. And Jokic was out there playing with the other starters in that series. Jalen were Monte Morris, no longer on the team. Bones Highland, no longer on the team. Will Barton, no longer on the team. And then also <laughs> Eric Gordon, who is still on the team and has been great this year. But yeah, so I think the Nuggets can beat the War. I think the Nuggets actually match up well with the Warriors because the Warriors' biggest problem is they just don't really have a big. They can count on the Draymond is like their best defensive big Looney solid, but like, so I, and the Clippers, if they don't have Paul George, I'm not worried about the Clippers. So yeah, Hmm. I'd rather face both of them than the Lakers. Well, I mean, I I think that even though it was probably everyone probably calls it a flu, but I thought that 30 point Russ game against the Grizz was awesome. Um, Russ Stan here back to see uh, him go off without Kawhi or Paul George and give me a moment to tell Colby, see, he still got some of it, you know, he still got something in the tank. I mean, they got something they they can work with. The game plan is simple, uh, enough. And I even said, I think I said this last time on the recording, as long as I have Kawhi, I'm pretty confident in what I can get out of Russ. So I'd need Kawhi for sure if I'm going in the playoffs. And having PG would be nice. But at the moment, they don't have that. So, Colby, I agree with you. The Clippers don't have that. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be too afraid. But the Warriors, we have to watch these last four games with them. And see, because like you said, Wiggins is rumored to come back. That uh, does change things if they have Wiggins back. 
Yeah, that changes things. So we got to see how they respond with the uh, additions of Wiggins. That would be crazy if he literally comes back like right at the start of the playoffs. Just doesn't even play any regular season. Goes right at the playoffs. Well, if your wish comes true, let's say. Hmm, I don't think there's a way for the Warriors to end up being uh the eight. What's it called? I was gonna say yeah, they would have to fall to eight, and somehow it's possible. But I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. I mean, that means Pels and Lakers have to win and the Warriors lose. And I'm pretty sure they said the Pelicans have the hardest remaining schedule. They got the – there's only like – yeah, there's barely any games left at this point. There's like four, five Mm -hmm. games. That's crazy. Um, The Thunder – huh? I mean, their next two – so the Warriors only have three games left. And their next two are OKC and at Sacramento. And then they finish at Portland, who's basically Mm. Um, But two road games. That yeah, I that's think that's true. the test itself right there. Be, <laughs> I think that's the test that we're looking at here. But if they that's win- what I was focused on is if what would what's Wiggins gonna add on to their road game? Will that help feed into my road take that I had last time of they just need one in a playoff series and they're fine. So they're that's all they need, and they'll go back to Oakland and they'll be okay. So or not Oakland, sorry, they moved out of Oakland, they're in Sacramento or San Francisco, sorry. They might have to um, go to Sacramento. Yeah, dude, but it, uh, I know they're the champs and all, but like, and the Kings have no experience. But like, as bad as the Warriors have been on the road, the Kings also have like the best home atmosphere in the whole league this year. So like, like I think the that's be a much tougher series for the Warriors than people think. As if it's that, if it holds, and that's what it is. I know that was kind of off topic a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> oh man i mean it's not off topic because it's true the kings do have a crazy environment um My goodness this dude also- you see how the wig well, i mean who knows how well they're how intense they're gonna play it's gonna it might be one of those situations like boston and milwaukee um where the you know it's just like meh already clinched you know but warriors haven't clinched so they're gonna show out and show up but meh. who knows it's mike Brown. i mean it's his old team mike brown's old team so it'll be be interesting i mean you know, that'll be a game to still watch, maybe. Um, let's pan it on back down, though, to the grossness of the West. We can't give the beam team too much love, Cole, but this today, I think today, since we're already about to get into the webby talks of things, let's go ahead and talk about the rest of the play-in in the West. All I right, hate so to talk about it, but we've got to rip the right band-aid. Here. The three of Yeah, these the. Those three and obviously the very fun team of just how they fell from glory, the Mavs. Oh, yeah. The Mavs have had a rough fall from glory. I mean, we had talked about – we hit on that a little bit last time we were on here because even then it was already starting to fall, to to go down. And now – I think we both hopped on a banded ship after that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't believe in the Mavs all year, but they're cooked. They, even if they do sneak in as the 10, I don't think they – maybe Luka will go super crazy and win a play-in or two, but I doubt it. I saw You saw the report came out today. They're considering just shutting him and Kyrie down and just – because that is a huge decision because they have – the Knicks uh, have their pick top 10 protected. So if, if I'm the Mavs, like that's the right play to me. That's what I would do at this point. You're not winning the championship with this team. So mm-hmm. screw it. It's the bad the vibes are bad. The Kyrie thing didn't work. I say shut them down. Keep your pick. Even if you obviously the odds are slim, you would get Wemby. But even so, you can still get like a nice quality player, at least hopefully if you draft well to help Luca. 
Um, I mean, I think that's the move for the Mavs. I think people might get upset about that, but I think you shut them down. I think that's smart. I agree. I agree. Um, uh, sadly, I, I agree. Um, man, that's wild to say, though, right? It's crazy. Like they were in the conference. Finals I knew. Yeah, they were in the conference finals. Jalen Brunson leaves. Luca managed to keep this team floating at six. Who knows if they would have kept doing that? I don't think so because he did get injured. I don't think so because he probably would have. He got injured during Kyrie's stay, so who knows what could have happened? But I just man, all from glory, man. It's crazy. Um, Pels though, Pelicans, they they took a rise. They're flying back up. Yeah, they. I was wrong about them. I had them in a real bad place on the last tiers that we did. They yeah. have, they've picked it up lately. They got to play. They cooked us when Jokic sat. Um, they're they're playing real hard basketball. Ingram's been awesome. Um, that's good to see after his injuries at the beginning of the year. He uh, he has been cooking. So that's been fun to see. And yeah, they're playing a lot better basketball. Um, I do think they'll probably. I mean, they're going to be in the play-in. I think at this point they've been up there could still at this point get like the five. It's a long shot. Like you said, they have a tough schedule, but the Pelicans have been a lot better, man. If they did get, it's just like the thing. If Zion came back, they would be terrified, but he's not coming back. So like, I don't know what, I still don't know what they do from here, but it's been good to see them playing a lot better. It looked like a much it more team. Yep. And uh, whew, look at that Thunder team, man. Good night. Staying relevant. <laughs> hit number cool. 10. You know, right there, 40, 38 and 41, man. Like, Shay, Shay, Josh, Giddy, and the gang, J-Dub. Woo. Well, two of them, actually. There's two Jalen Williams, but we're talking about J-Dub, I guess. But yeah. both of them are good. But still, good night. Thunder's got that young core rolling, Cole. What are your thoughts on them? No, I do really love where the Thunder at. SGA is so awesome. Like, he he's such a dynamic guard with everything that he can do and his length and shooting ability. Um, he's like really it's just like he's one of those guys that he just kind of has a very unique build that is just like fits his game perfectly and like so he is a special special player um they the paul george trade is an all-time fleecing by the thunder um I don't <laughs> know if i've said that before i probably have but the fact that they got oh. sga and all those picks and at this point sga who's like what 23 24 is a better player than Paul George. And you have like all their picks, control of all those picks. So that was fleecing by the Thunder. Um, yeah, I mean, if Chet can play like next year, the Thunder, the sky's the limit for them going forward. Um, but they're still just way too young to do anything really this year. But they've been a fun story and a fun team. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for uh, the West, right? Oh, come on. Let's just get to your team and then we'll do our Wemby rankings and then I need to go to bed. <laughs> uh, all right you're right colby the midnight hour is approaching us i think yes oh yes it is okay wolves you sons of bitches <laughs> i i don't know what other way to say um let's see here colby is there a recent of the last 10 games that they got right pulled Four up six for me? in the last 10 They've lost three straight they were rolling mm. prior to this three game skid it was yeah. bad though and this three-game skid, Cole, has been brutal. I shared in the group chat with you and the gang. I showed you uh, the Wolves' historical loss against the Blazers, how yeah. they were 19-point <laughs> favorites, the most historical loss against the spread in the NBA since the 1990s. 
Um, dude, it's, it's, it's saying volumes about this team right now. They're getting exposed early, which I do not like. We had a shot to get out of all this nonsense. and Instead, we blew it. Um, and then we, the worst part is we're blowing it in the third quarter in the second half of every game. And it's uh, it's not good. No, to put it to put it straight to you, it's not good. It's not fun to watch. Um, losing Nod Reed, Nas Reed sucks. Um, yeah, dude, he was crucial. Year he's been hooping all year. Yeah, he was crucial to this team. We just gave him his flowers and credit, and it stings that literally. I think a game or two afterwards, he broke his wrist, and I was like, damn. This sucks, and I was like, I was like, I we we just really just talking about this dude, and I was actually starting. I was already a fan of him from last season, but this season, whew, he de- he just took it. He last season he took a step, and then this season he's taking another step. So he's just taking. He just keep persistently doing it. But that's just the positive thing. I think the negative thing here is Colby. You were right. It didn't work. I'm it's sorry. probably not going to work. To be honest, I just got to be honest. I'm sorry. It was what? When did this trade happen? July, August. Yeah, yeah. June. I, I was July. I was trying to talk myself into it. I think I don't know what crazy yeah. thing I told myself. I think I said that they were running old school basketball formula. I talked myself into the dumb things the Nuggets have done in the past when they used to be dumb. Don't worry. Yeah, it, it stings a little bit, but. We still have a young superstar in Anthony Edwards, and I just hope that uh, hopefully this offseason we make some corrections. Hopefully we convince Luca to come up north. That'll be cool. That'll be really cool. That'll be really cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, I still right, think, well, yeah, obviously the trade was a disaster, but I, I do still think y'all, I think y'all, I think it's going to come down to realistically what we see right there. I don't know how the numbers will look, but my guess is it's going to be down to y'all in New Orleans for the last spot. Because I still think mm. these prestigious teams up here will hold their hold their hold their ground. So I think it's I'm going to really be concerned. y'all in New Orleans for the eight, and I'm very very fine with that. And I think y'all I'm get. Concerned. I still do, I'm, just because of Ant Man. I'm Next. concerned about Shay. I'm just concerned about Shay and Giddy and the gang. Those dudes are hooping lately, man. I have to be no put them on notice for sure, but. Who knows? Maybe, like you said, see, you just said it too, though. Shea's better than PG, and we just beat the Clippers last season, but we had the Pat Bev effect with us. So <laughs> a lot of things are in question right now. True. But that's about all I got, Cole. Uh, geez, man. Wolves really just kicked that gear out of me. Let's get into this Webby, this Webby hunt, the Webby talks. All right. Uh, whatever. What? What are you? What title did you have in mind? Uh, it's this? not a very creative title. It's just the Wemby rankings. Um, I didn't the spend Wemby. enough time on this <laughs> the title or the segment. Really, it didn't take me very long to do this. Um, I obviously thought about it a little bit. All right. How about this? It's gonna be right. called Colby's Gross Webby. No, that's terrible. How about <laughs> like I don't know something. It's fine. The Wemby rankings is fine for now. You can call it like the French fanatics or like the the uh i don't know something for no we'll be fine Uh, fine. fine. okay yeah (laughs) so basically this is a 10 team list it's the 10 teams who this could change one or two of these teams could change but it's pretty unlikely especially with the eastern teams so 
Um, really, it would only be like potentially Dallas getting in, and I don't think they're going to. So these are the bottom 10. These are the teams that actually, because like I said, those last few lottery spots, you really have no chance to move up. Um, so, but in the top 10, it's possible. Obviously, it's it more likely the farther up you go. So this is just a ranking of these 10 teams from num- from best to ho- most hopeful to least hopeful where I'd want to see Wemby go and how excited I'll be if he goes there. Obviously, the spots at 10, I don't want him to go to. One would obviously be my top choice. Okay, I got you. And then you can stop me as we go, critique me, make your own as we do this, um, that whole thing. Yep, yep, I got you, got you. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, so we'll go bottom up. Bottom up, let's go. So number okay. 10 is the one team that you want don't want them to see that, right? Yes, and this was the easiest of the whole rankings to put this team in 10th. And that is the Washington Wizards. Please do not let the Washington Wizards get Wemby. They're the most incompetent. You know, don't have to rant too long about the Wizards. They've credit to them. They've bottomed out uh, pretty bad. They're eliminated already, so they won't even be in the plan. Um, They have the same record as Orlando, but Orlando's somehow not eliminated. Not really sure how that works. Something with a tiebreaker. Orlando will probably be eliminated in the next day or two. So, um, you know, they've bottomed out, but they just have all these mid-level guys. They, apparently they want to keep Kuzma. I don't really know. He's a good player, but, like, I don't really know what they're doing. They have Beal on the Supermax. So, please, no Wemby to the Wizards. That's my lap, bottom team. Absolute worst. Hmm. Okay, okay. I think that's a that makes – just from all of their previous decisions and how they have just done things in the past – I agree. <laughs> they are also right when you said Wizards, Colby. I just wrote that on my list as well at number ten. I agree. That would be gross if I saw Webby and the Wizards and everything. I don't think that would work out at all. Great for Bradley Beal because you know he'd be still stuck there and he'd get the chance to tell him, "Hey, get out, run away, <laughs> run away." He tell him to try and get away. So that it, it I agree. All right. Nice. No, yeah, I like that. <laughs> that would be sad if the Wizards get it, which they could. They'll have a chance. Mm-hmm, right. mm-hmm. Number nine. This team maybe should be a spot, a few spots higher because of their prestige, but I have the Spurs at ninth. Um, as much as I love Pop and the organization, and they would probably build around him, uh, draft around him, and develop around him well going forward, they just have nothing in place really that intrigues me very much at this point in time. They have a few young guys who are okay, but – they're an awful team. And they already had their fun, dynamic Hall of Fame big. Like, come on, give someone else a turn. There's only so many of these generational guys around. Um, they would be higher. Maybe they should be because of their prestige and Popovich. But they just really don't have a lot in place that excites me compared to some of these other bad teams. Mm. Okay. Well, Pop, I Colby, I've ended up, when you said Spurs, I put them at seven for me. Okay. And it's just because I have them low. Because I agree with you, they don't got much. And it's only because I want to see something ceremonial for Pop, you know? Like, maybe he can give them, like, one good year and Pop and can just be like, thank you, sir. And then, thank you, young man. And then just be like, here is my assistant and I'm out of here. <laughs> and, you know, like, I, I think that if the Spurs got someone like Webanyama, it would have to be a ring-the-bell situation on, hey, What's going on with Greg Popovich? And I think that question would have to start being addressed because he is getting up there. And 
uh, the question's been looming around for so long of when, and and then a lot of people just theorize probably just till he drops, but still let's start talking about, you know, the future of all times, you know? So that's where I put the Spurs. I put them at seven. All right. I like that. That's a fair point. I mean, yeah, I like a lot of that. You do make a point. I wonder how long Pop will coach, especially if they don't get Wendy. I feel like exactly. he'll, he'll definitely want to coach Wemby the first few years, I bet. But, yeah, I don't know how long he would go. Um, UConn also just won the national championship a few minutes ago. I don't know if you saw that. Didn't see that coming. Didn't care. Ooh, good for UConn, though. Good for you um, guys. All right. I'm interested in who you have ninth. Do you want me to keep going or do you want to tell me yours? I would like you to keep going and then see if you run into my teams as I okay. go. And, right. and just hear the reaction, you know, since everyone out there, by the way, Talking to the Void of Darkness again. Hello, Void of Darkness. I didn't really see my screen. Sorry. Yeah, my camera's having some real technical issues. It's not great. It's, it's all, it is what it is. That's what it is, Cole. All right, number eight. What do you got for me? All right, number eight. At number eight, I have the Hornets. Um, the only reason that they are above the Spurs, despite being a much, much, much worse organization, is they have one dynamic player in the mellow ball. And... That could be fun, potentially. I don't know if it would be a seamless, perfect fit, but I do think LaMelo and his passing uh, with Wemby, that maybe uh, invigorizes him a little bit. That could be a real – the rest of the roster is still completely barren. They are in a rough spot because they were counting on Miles Bridges to be like a franchise player, and then he was a horrible human. Um, so they don't have a lot there. But, I, I mean, LaMelo and Wemby would be fun. That's the only reason they're above those other two. Hmm. All right. Well, see, this is why I was waiting because I actually had Charlotte at number nine. <laughs> actually, that's where I put number nine for me was Charlotte. Um. Yeah, I, I was about to say for me, I just I think this is obviously a little bit of my bias showing. Uh, it's just not going to work out there. I think it just would be it just wouldn't. I mean, obviously, you got all these stars. Like, oh, you got P.J. Washington and LaMelo Ball, and then you had Wemby. Oh, dude, that will be so cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it'd be what it is, you know. I think, it, I think, I think for poor old Wemby, you need something <laughs> better, man. Yeah, you need something that's more iconic than Wemby. Just do a do a web search of the <laughs> Charlotte Charlotte's just basketball history for me, and tell me if you really want to. Take that challenge. So It'd be cool if they were good, but yeah, you're very good. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Okay. I mean, shoot, Jordan just didn't Jordan just sell out? He's trying to. I don't think he's officially yeah. sold yet, but he's looking to sell. Currently, uh, don't have an eight, so I'm waiting for you to announce a team to convince me otherwise. Okay. All right, so we're at the nine and a half minute drill here, but we'll get through it. Okay, sounds good. Number seven, we can go fast at the top because we've talked about those teams before. Number seven, mm. the Houston Rockets. I very I flip-flop them and the team I have at six. They do have Jalen Green, who's a fun young player, but still has a lot of developing learning to do, but he's an explosive scorer. Jabari Smith Jr. they just drafted this year. He's promising, but he was nowhere near the level of Paulo or some of these other – he hasn't even been as good as Jalen Williams. I still think he's going to be a very good player who can defend, shoot. Like I still like that pick. And, and then – I love Shingoon. Shingoon is fun. Yes. Fun young center. Yes. He plays. But that's part of the reason why I couldn't put them higher because Shingoon and and obviously you would make it work to draft Webb and Yama. They're not going to pass up on Wemby because they already have Shingoon at the five and Jabari Smith <laughs> Jr. at the four. But just kind of roster-wise, I do wonder if that would be a little weird. Um, 
And like, you know, I, I just think some of these other teams above them would be more fun and fit more seamlessly. So that's why I have the Rockets only seven. That might be too low. Keep going, Cole. Just do a rapid fire. All right. So just six, go ahead and close out your list. So that way we make sure we have time for the great final thoughts. Okay. So you, you can react after I go through them all then. All yep. Right. And I'll share mine. Okay. So six, I have the Jazz. Um, they have all those fun picks from that team that they traded with, who I forget who it was. And they have Walker Kessler, a promising young piece. Lowry Markin has been awesome. They play tough. Um, the kid from Kansas has even played all right. They've, by the way, also the Jazz, after fighting all year, they have packed it in and decided, okay, let's get into the Danny Ainge draft pick business. They're not going to be in the play. Um, yep. So they're getting back into the Wemby business a little late, a little late to the game here, but they're getting into it. Um, I also, just similar to Houston, like I said, don't think it's a perfect fit with the guys that I like that they have. Like Kessler and Markin are kind of a four and a five as well. Like, could they play with Wemby? Yeah, probably. But again, that's kind of a weird, like you got three pseudo big men and I know Wemby can handle the ball. So he's like special. And Markin is kind of a three, four, but more of a four. Um, so that's why I have the Jazz six. Mm. Okay. All right, the top five. Number five, I almost wanted to have this team a spot lower or a spot higher, but I have the Pistons, number five. You know I've liked him going to the Pistons. I've said it all year because of how much I love Cade. He's going to be coming off the injury next year. Ivy wasn't as – didn't see exactly what I was hoping as a rookie, but he's still a good player. He's still promising. I still think he'd be a nice guard down the road. The rest of the roster isn't super great beyond that. Uh, they have James Wiseman now, and he's been playing better for them. He's shown flashes. This is the kind of team he needs to be on developing, not playing for a real contender. So they have some interesting stuff, and I do think just him and Cade, and especially if Ivy pans out, could potentially be so much fun to watch. That's why I got the Pistons five. But there hmm. are more fun teams above them. Okay, okay. All right, let's see. Four. Sorry, ready? Yeah, oh yeah. All right, four, Portland. Dame, give Dame Wemby to give him some hope of a late run. He Dame, people are already starting up. Are they going to trade him, or is he just going to keep staying loyal again? Which they probably should trade him. But <laughs> <laughs> having said that, Shaden Sharp is going to be awesome. He's still very young and raw, but he's super talented. He's shown real stuff this year when he's played. I think he's going to be a great guard. So having Wemby, Shaden Sharp, Amphrey Simons is solid. Like he can score at least and shoot threes and more draft picks down the road, Blazers could be a lot of fun, especially to have Wemby and Old Dame running around for a couple of years. Yeah, okay. Uh, mm, keep going, Cole. Keep, just keep going. All right, three. Mm, it's, a long, says. Mm. it's a long shot. Number three, I have the Dallas Mavericks. And part of me wouldn't love this because obviously they'd be competing against the Nuggets, but just from a fun perspective, Luka getting Wemby would change everything. If they had let Wemby and Luca, the two, basically the two best European prospects ever, I don't know. They're, you could argue about who's the greatest European players ever. They're obviously not yet. They're both too young. Um, and there's so many great ones. But they were the most hyped prospects, I feel like, coming out of Europe. Definitely in recent years, probably ever. Um, so that would be wild to watch if you just had Luca and Wemby on the same team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, okay. Then, okay. and then the top two. You know, I've gone back and forth, but I've said for a while, these are my two favorite. Number two, I have the Pacers, Halliburton, Matherin, um, Neymar. They've got some, I don't know, or Neymar, whatever's the, the other guard they have that's nice. 
Uh, the Pacers have fun young pieces. Halliburton and Wemby would be so fun. They'd be in the playoffs next year. Wemby, they're probably one of the few teams other than the Mavs and Blazers on this list that like they Wemby would be in the playoffs probably year one um, in the East. So that would be super fun to watch. But you know, number one, Orlando. I mean, come on. You know, I have a soft spot in my heart for them. You know how much I love Palo. If they just got the number one pick two straight years, hit two straight home runs, and this time when they draft the generational center at one, they already have the co-star in place who may even be the better player when it's all said and done. We'll see. And Franz Wagner hanging around. It's also a little, it's not as perfect as basketball-wise as Indiana probably is, but it's it wouldn't be as clunky as some of these other ones, and the upside would be incredible. Paolo and Wemby, I think, could raise a banner together for the Magic someday. So there you go. That's my rankings. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Respect to the magic take, Colby, because you at least stuck through and through with them. <laughs> I'm going to give you a quick rundown of my list. Okay. I got, I had to update it a little bit as you were going, because you were talking in some good sense into me. But at the same time, you're also reminding me of some of the things I also didn't like about these teams. So wizards are at number 10. Hornets at number nine. Uh, we already discussed these guys. I dropped the Spurs down to number eight. I kind of agreed with you because they were not as interesting to talk about as any of these teams that were above them. And that's the reason why I love them. Is I was like, man, when I was filling out my list, I was like, my list is just getting janked up because, well, Spurs are just not that entertaining compared to these guys. So... <laughs> I'm with you. Maybe they should be even lower, honestly. And I argue that they might have to be lower too, honestly, Cole. Um, but here we go. I had to break my bias for the first time, Cole. And I'm putting Jalen Green and the Houston Rockets at number seven. I, I'm going to be a little realistic. They don't have enough don't going know. on there. I had them really high originally. I had them really high, but you talked me back into real- reality. As I settled to put them at seven. And put the Pistons at six. This is a reality check for me. I would love to see Kate Cunningham out there, man. I would love to see him and just see him with Victor Weminyama. Now, obviously, that would be a number one. You would think, oh, this would be – then why aren't you putting him higher? I'll tell you why. Okay. You talked me into it, Colby. This is where the – a two-minute drill? Yeah. All right. Well, you talked me into it. The Magic are, in fact, a top five team that I would love to see okay. Victor Wimbayama in. And yeah. uh, I think that would be a very fun one. Pacers are right above them at number four. Um, but this is where my bias kicks in. Um, I have the Jazz. I actually want to see them figure out something with Walker Kessler and Victor Wimbayama. I think that could be something special. I don't know who, what guard they need to bring in to put it all together, but... Whew, that I I I was like, man, that would be awesome. But you know, the two teams that do have the guards and sadly have the veterans, and it's going to be Damian Lillard at number two, just because he's old. I have him at number two and everything because I think of longevity. And when I'm thinking of longevity, I got Mavs at number one originally my wild card team, but you put them at your list, so I'm putting them on mine, and I put them at number one because originally they weren't on my list. I had them listed as a wild card, so. That is my list of my Webby hunt, if it happens. That's great. I like that. That was a solid list. You, I see you agree with me on the maps. That would be wild. You're all the way yeah. up. Might have to send another link, though, Cole, for the final thoughts. 
Oh, we've got less than a minute. You can't yeah. get quick. All right. All right. Final thoughts real quick. Go, 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 go. Um, we got to get Caitlin Clark on a fun WNBA team. Get her, get her on TV every night and like maybe get some crazy shit going on in the background. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. I hope she gets on some great, I hope she becomes like the next Candace Parker and she's like on uh NBA TNT. Um, my final thoughts are wolves get your shit together because this shit has been brutal these last couple of days. And as always Colby, it has been some good stuff. Thank you for listening to the CJ JC show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast. If we have it up. And if we do thank you for following us on social media. And then besides that, have a good one y'all.